Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of From Across the Pond. We are back for season three. This is episode one. We've taken a little break. We've started another podcast. We've been busy. Bram, how are you? I'm uh, very good. And how are you, James? Good to be back. Very good. Very good. We're having a double header this week. We have just filmed, well, finished recording our last show. We're now recording another one. Back to back recordings. Look at us putting in the content for our podcast listeners. Um, I guess to start the new season, the new show, um, what we've, I guess, launched is called Apple Juice. I think we teased this at the end of season two on the last I think episode. we did, yeah. We mentioned that we were working on something. I don't know if we explicitly said it was Apple Juice, but mm. I think we mentioned we were working on something. Yes. So we have launched a show called Apple Juice, whereby we talk about all things Apple so that we can kind of keep apple out from across the pond a little bit because we got a tendency to delve into them a bit uh, a bit too much um but yeah we've we're, we're trying it out we've started a youtube channel we're gonna stream the shows live and there's videos and stuff as well as obviously the podcast and we'll just see how the youtube goes if it doesn't pick up then we'll always have the audio recordings uh which will be coming so we're enjoying it it's going well and we'll just see how it goes so there's that plug done uh season three we're here we got some new topics and new stuff to talk about um some exciting stuff and it's going to take us up very much to the beginning of the new year um well i guess yeah until we have the the end of the break of season three um this week's topic though we're kicking off the season with toys um talking all about things that we've collected over the past um i know bram you're an avid or was or are a uh, Lego collector in the past. I collect like Funko Pop figure things. So let's just delve into that. And I guess first That's question. For, no, no, no. First, our news of the week. Oh, of course. This is this. I've done this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Go ahead, Bram. What's your news of the week? I, I I just want to say I'm so glad that James Bond is back in cinemas. Oh, this yes. is my news of the week. Oh. I I love James Bonds. I love the whole hype about it, the whole like the ad campaigns for everything and you see it everywhere and it feels like an event. And I love the films as well. And I'm so glad to have it back in this age of where like every action film seems to be either a Fast and the Furious ripoff or an ever <laughs> and uh, or never ending expansion of superhero cinematic universes. So yeah. I'm I'm so glad it's it's same with like Mission Impossible or born when that was around it's just i'm so glad to have like stuff like james bond still around you know because i love spy movies and i love action films with like actual stunts and like stuff where you're like whoa what the hell how did they do that Mm. and i felt that this film gave that to me and i'm very glad to have it and i loved it how many times have you seen it i've seen it twice now i'll probably see it three times because some of my roommates wanted to see it as well. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll join you because I have the movie theater subscription. So I can just go as often as I want. But I've seen it twice now. I saw it last weekend and I saw it at the day of the premiere. So, hmm. And I enjoyed it the second time even more, I think, just because you pick up on some things. Yeah. Uh, when you know the whole story, it's like, you're like, oh, that, this foreshadows that and this and that. So... Mm-hmm. No, very big fan. I, Daniel Craig, I think, is my second favorite James Bond. My favorite will always be Sean Connery. Actually, there's a picture of Sean Connery lit, hanging here in my apartment uh, with, from Goldfinger with the Aston Martin DB5. Nice. Um, but I, I really like Daniel Craig's tenure. I like that all his films are like one storyline. 
As for the next one, I I hope they keep the MI6 cast with like M and Q and Money Penny and all, and uh, Nomi, the new uh, the new uh, agent. Um, but we'll see. I I hope they don't push it too much because, and on the one hand, I would like to see them be released a bit faster. So maybe like in Mission Impossible, where like every you know three to maybe four years you see another film. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want them to have like a James Bond film like every year like they used to do in the 80s or the 60s because then i feel certainly in this climate it would just become like not as special anymore and i like that it's like an event when like a james bond film releases yeah and i'm also very glad for cinemas that they have it because i saw some well maybe yeah maybe like maybe well majorly disney fans saying like oh James Bond doesn't matter because we already had like Black Widow and Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise. And that's true. Those are also big blockbusters. But like James Bond is like someone who's like 25 can see it like me or someone who's like 75 that grew Mm. up with Roger Moore or Sean Connery has the same connection to Bond. While something like Shang-Chi, like I don't think many 75-year-old grandfathers would want to see that, for instance. Whilst I like that movie as well. Actually, yeah. surprisingly, surprisingly a lot, um, but it's not the same. And I'm really glad we have it because mm-hmm. I love, I loved it. I love the yeah. whole experience. I've definitely noticed that here. Like, obviously, James Bond in in the UK is is just massive. Like, it's just all over the press. It's just everywhere. It feels like I think I said it in my review video. It feels like the cinema opened again. Like, yeah, just did the whole buzz about James Bond. They had all balloons in the cinema, like, no, yeah. from red carpet. They didn't have none of that for Shang-Chi. Yeah, over, Black over here as well. There was, like, a motorcycle standing, and, you know, in the foyer, they played, like, yeah. Duran Duran, the uh, View to a Kill song, and, like, the mm. Bond team, and Goldfinger, like, all the, the famous songs. All the songs, yep. And, uh, like, I went, like, in the suit to the premiere, and some other went in the tux, and, like, it's, like, it's it's an event, you know? Mm. It's it, Star Wars had the same feeling for me when the new films were released, yeah. also on the first day. There was, like... Yeah, there's something about those franchises from the past, man. It's like it's it's it feels like it, it's a, it's that that's the real thing. It's like you know, like Marvel is like it's it's the biggest franchise there is now, but it's not as generational, I guess, as mm. Star Wars or James Bond or I'm, I'm I'm thinking like maybe even Ghostbusters when that new one releases might have that effect as well. Not yeah. as much as Bond or Star Wars, but but it'll be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm. Yeah, I've enjoyed Bond. I've been watching the old ones. I did Casino Royale and I did Quantum of Solace last week. I'm now on Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall yeah. So I've got them. And I've also picked up Doctor No and Live and Let the Die. The first one. Yes, I'm going to be watching that soon as well. So you got the first one and the first one with Roger Moore. Roger Moore, yeah. So I've got two. I'm looking for them on my Blu-ray videos. But uh, yeah, I've got plenty to plenty to get. Yeah, so. this, those are some of my old ones are still like my favorite. Like I love Goldfinger, I love From Richard with Love, Majesty's mm. Secret Service, great. Um, I really like For Your Eyes Only. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Spy Who Loved Me, Living Daylights is one of my favorite Bond films with Timothy I think, Dalton. I think about this because um, I got the soundtrack. Obviously, you got the vinyl as well of the, all the songs. Yeah. Um, two of the, the three songs on the record, two two artists that are Welsh. Oh, and those are? Tom Jones. Ah, Thunderbolt. Yeah, he lived like literally, or lived like 10 minutes from where I live. Mm. Um, and Shirley Bassey, Goldfinger. Mm. 
Goldfinger, Moonraker, yeah. Diamonds Goldfinger, Are Forever. Goldfinger is my favorite song. Is that your favorite Bond song? I absolutely love that song. When it comes on, I'm like, whoa. It is bombastic, yeah. I don't yeah, know what my it. favorite is. Let's, let's think. Um, I, li- I really like Matt Monroe's From Russia With Love. Oh, yeah. Like that one. Um, let's see. Adele is great with Skyfall. Yeah. Uh, let's think. What else do we have? Yeah, I, I, I liked, like the 80s, like Duran Duran and Aha, those ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me or uh, Nobody Does It Better but I think my favorite one is You Only Live Twice okay I think that, I think that is my favorite Bond song I have to I have to get listening to it more I was listening to it today but when I'm working it's hard to know what song I'm on but yes three songs or was this four songs then she, she did Shirley Bass did three songs then uh, Goldfinger, Diamonds of Forever, and Moonraker. Oh, she were, there were rumors that she was she had a, a theme song for Quantum of Solace, but it was rejected. Oh, I believe that those were stories that there was a song that like the composer for Quantum of Solace wrote with her. Yeah, and it was submitted to the film, but it was rejected because artists can sometimes like Radiohead did like a song for Spectre, for instance, but it was also rejected. Rejected, yeah. What's like an artist that you say, like, I would love to see him or her do a Bond theme once? Miley Cyrus? (laughs) I think she could pull it off, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Um, the rock style now, maybe, as well, yeah. Could be something a bit like um, Another Way to Die. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking now, but... uh, Coldplay? Huh? Coldplay? No, no, I don't think... I always said Adele, and then they did Adele, and I was like, perfect. Mm. Mm. Now I'm thinking, like... I, find, I, I, I always imagine like Bond song needs to be like sort of like classic, like not very yeah. poppy, you know, like a bit no, more, I mean. more like like I, I really like Ariana Grande or Dua Lipa, but I wouldn't mm. want to sing like maybe like what well, Dua Lipa could maybe. Yeah, that's but, I, but I, I, I would have said the same same about Billie Eilish, and I really liked her song in No Time to Die. Mm. So yeah, I agree. Who knows? So shocked me as a big Elton John fan that he never, mm. you know, all the times yeah. he's been around Stevie Wonder as well, like you know. Yeah. Well, even my, like, I'm a big U2 fan, and they wrote yeah. Goldeneye. That's, uh, or oh, Bono okay. and the Edge wrote Goldeneye. That's yeah. Tina Turner's song. So, <laughs> they can always be involved. Yes. But it is good to have cinema back, though. It is good. Um, and, like, Bond film does feel like it is the start again. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this, and I, I think, like, speaking about Marvel films, I think Spider-Man No Way Home can also have that, like, generational effect like it's not as much but like if you bring those older films back mm-hmm. that's like a one generation behind and like i grew up with those original films for instance my and maybe yeah. I, I think that can be quite big as well i think it will be really big actually i'm really yeah. looking forward to that film as well and then we still Looking have good. ghostbusters coming up last night in Soho. i'm really interested in dune um, is for me dune I'm looking forward to Dune. Is Dune not out there yet? I've seen Dune. Uh, it's out it's, in seven days. It's been so. playing here for like two to three or four weeks even, I think. Yeah, no, it's not out yet. It's, I think I'm seeing it, the premiere for us. I'm seeing it early, the 18th I'm seeing it. I really so like it. It's not until 21st. I, I had it. some issues with it story-wise, but that's just because I'm not the biggest sci-fi fan mm-hmm. in general. But yeah. filmmaking-wise and technically speaking, it's it's amazing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one of them. Venom. Venom as well is coming out Friday. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm I'm but not sure what to think about that. <laughs> have you seen the end credit scene? I have heard about mm. it. We're not going to discuss it We're here. We're not going to discuss but, it, but yeah. But I I just thought that first film was so stupid. And I think that second one knows now that it was stupid and they'll play into it. And then by that way, I think it will be less entertaining mm. just because they play into it, you know. Have you heard like some people love it, some people hate it. You know, it's like 50-50 in terms yeah. of why I'm watching reviews. I'm, I'm not seeing people say the same thing. It's like, it's going to be interesting how people percept it, you know. Yeah. Is it out there then, Venom, or is that out for No, no, no. I believe it's re- uh, releasing October 20th or something. Oh, okay. So about a week after us. I do. Uh, by the way, this week, uh, Halloween Kills is releasing here. That's a film oh, I'm also yeah. interested in. Because I quite like that new reboot sequel that mm-hmm. was released a few years ago. Yeah, I'm... I'm a bit of a sucker when it comes to horrors. I actually watched It in the week for the first time. Oh, mm. That was... Uh, I saw a... Uh, I just saw before we were recording that the first poster for uh, Scream, the new Scream film, was released. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan of the Scream film, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I've never seen Scream, but they're, sh- they're, they're showing the original 25th anniversary. Yeah, here as well. Yeah, so I might go and see it. It's on Halloween, so I might go. Those are Scream is probably my favorite horror franchise. I think. Hmm. I will have to check that out. I want to see it. Okay, I think I'll I'll jump to my thing of the week quickly before we uh, start yeah. the show. A bit of a film interlude there. Um, my thing of the week. I'm really. As I said I did, forgot about the whole segments. I really thought about it. <laughs> um, but for me, I, it's my iPad and all my Apple stuff I've had recently would be up there for me in terms of the stuff I've had. Um, yeah, getting a new Apple Watch on the weekend. If you want to know more about what I'm getting, head over to Apple Juice. No point repeating it um, on this show. But uh, yeah, I've just had a lot of new Apple stuff. Really, that's basically <laughs> basically my stuff. Um, I guess we'll segue into the main topic just to get into the show. We're talking this week about toys and you know things we've collected, things that we may be interested in. Um, I guess first thing to start off, Bram, is like, do you have any current collections ongoing or things that you have kept, like toys from when you from your childhood? Um, what's your, I guess, current situation with that? Um. I wouldn't say I'm collecting right now. I'm, and I don't really buy toy stuff anymore at the moment or collectibles. I I like I I re- still like Lego and I have some of that at home. I have like a model of the Empire State Building and uh, the Aston Martin DB5 and a Volkswagen Beetle, like stuff like that. Um, but that's about it. Like I I when I moved in here, I sold a lot a lot of stuff I still had left. Because I was like, I don't have the space for it, and I'm not really into it anymore. I was a couple of years ago. I was like buying, when The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi released, I was like buying all the Star Wars action figures and kept them in the box and was like collecting all things. But that that's done for me now. Like, I, I don't really do that anymore. Yeah, I, I have some stuff left. I have like some collectibles. I'm taking my microphone and turning around now to check it. But I have some collectibles you know when i went to the states to some of the theme parks so i have like a uh, a model of hogwarts from uh, the harry potter theme park and a model of the falcon from the star wars theme park 
Uh, I have the, the Sphero robots from uh, Star Wars, from uh, BB-8 and R2-D2. The ones you could control with your phone, I still have those. That's cool. Uh, I have the Friends Lego set, the um, Central Perk. And yeah, just mainly Lego stuff. I think, but with Lego as well, it's like, Lego is mostly about the experience of building it. And then when I've yeah. built it, I'm like, most of the time I'm like, yeah, I don't really know where to put this. And that's why I buy like, models now like that empire state building or the aston martin db5 or i have like a volkswagen camper truck stuff like that so if you use all about the experience all about the building the nostalgia i, fi- I find it quite it. relaxing it's the same reason i like building mm. ikea furniture it's just like it's very <laughs> soothing to me and i can't yeah. i can't put my finger on it but I, mm. it's a really soothing experience for me it's achieving something yeah i guess you're achieving an end goal um yeah but as you say, it sounded like you you picked up a lot of items from trips. Yeah, so that's uh, what I generally do in terms of collectibles. Like when I go into a trip somewhere, I bring some souvenirs of like a, a small souvenir of something famous there. For instance, yeah. when I went to New York, I got like a uh, in the Lego store, I got a uh, Lego skyline of New York. Or nice. when I went to, um, let's see what I have, to Berlin, you could buy a piece of the Berlin Wall. And that's what I that's what I bought then, for instance, like stuff like that. I I always yeah. like doing that. Or when I went to Saint Martin earlier this year, I got like a a surfboard uh, bottle opener that's in my kitchen right now. It's like a small surfboard with a bottle opener on it. Mm-hmm. So that stuff, yeah. I, when I go on holiday, that's what I buy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So me and my girlfriend, we collect fridge magnets like that. Mm. <laughs> so it's got like the country and place, town, city, whatever. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Similar though, similar. I I don't tend to collect like movie stuff like that. Though. Like for me, I very much just buy the only stuff I've bought. Let me just look around as well. Star Wars, really. I think the thing for me is I'm really into my a bit off topic, but it's not really book. It's not really um, toys, but books. Yeah, it's the biggest thing I like to buy. That's that's a big to, one for me as well. Yeah, hmm. got a few few cool books. Um, what's this? Uh, you can't see on the show, obviously, but how like Star Wars? How how to not get how to not get eaten by Ewoks <laughs> yeah just like silly books like this but like you know just like you kick back and read them there's a really cool one there Star Wars FAQ and it's like oh, it's just really interesting I picked that up like in a boot sale but yeah um, that, that, that's big for me as well books like mm. I'm looking at my stuff like I have some Star Wars books some Harry Potter James Bond uh, Indiana Jones but also music like I have some books about Coldplay uh, Bruce Springsteen U2 John Lennon uh, some Disney yeah. books as well about the theme parks and uh, the animated films. I, I yeah. really like collecting those like coffee table books as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will have an episode on books entirely so we can delve yeah. more into that, I'm sure, because uh, I've got quite a lot. But for, for me as well, like the, the toys, is, Funko Pops were or are or have been <laughs> my latest obsession. I've kind of gone off on recently. I know you was into Funko Pops at one point, but you went through and sold all yours. I was. I was big into them. Like, I got, like, the Avengers, and I got Batman and Superman, and then I was, like... It was a hype for a while, and I was just, like, I I don't like them. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, like, it's just... They feel so... They feel a bit stale to me. Like... Yeah. Like, take, like, a Lego minifigure. It's, like, it's it's nicely made, and it's like it's, it has personality, and then I look at a Funko Pop, and it's just, like... Like it's staring at me like with black <laughs> eyes, you know. Like, well, yeah, yeah. I see an I see an Ahsoka now, or you're like a Darth Maul from you. Like that, yeah. 
That doesn't entice me. And then when I look at a Lego minifigure Darth Maul, yeah. I'm like, oh, that, that's that's nice. I, like, I, I, I get why people collect them. And I like that they have like all the franchises you can think of, but yeah. they're, they're not really for me. But I, I, I understand why people like them. Hmm. Yeah, like I've thought, I, I, I wouldn't say I collect them anymore. I'll pick up one or two if I like them. But I've kind of hit my limit with them now. Like I've got a section over there. And there's just loads together. I don't know what to do with them because I've got too many. So mm. I just like don't really know where to put them. I like how I've got a few like special ones. I got like Kylo Ren in the Tie Fighter over there. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got like a few dotted around. I got like a Luke with Yoda on the back, hmm. but like the base is like green. And then this one is one of my favorites as well. This is uh, Last Jedi Ray. Ray. But oh, I like yeah. the I like the base is yeah. great. You know. So. Uh, I remember when uh, I worked at the cinema. Um, uh, I had to organize the premiere for uh, The Rise of Skywalker and in the we had like a glass cabinet where collectibles were put and from a store we got also a Funko Pop of Rey and Kylo Ren from The Rise of Skywalker. Cool. Did you see did you see much stuff then when, like when you was like scouting for those items was there any rare stuff you saw? Uh yeah, there was a store here that has like loads of Funko Pops. It's like a comic mm. book store. And I like to go there something to just look at it. Because I, I think it's funny, like, how many licenses they have of Funko Pop. And some of them are, like... Like, I saw Princess Diana one once, and I was like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like, yeah, it's like anything you can imagine, they have a Funko Pop of it. Yeah. And I think if you collect that, it also makes it a bit more samey for me, like... Like, I, I saw, for instance, like a James Bond Funko Pop once, and it was just like a guy in a tux. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 it didn't scream like James Bond for me, for instance. But if you mm. have, like, Darth Maul there, then it's recognizable, or yeah. Spider-Man, or Batman, you know. But it's, if it's just, like, a, a man or a woman or whatever, then it's just like, oh. What's the point? It, it doesn't yeah. scream like the character to me. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I felt the same. And I've, I've been watching Funko Pop collection videos before on YouTube, and the ones that always stuck out for me is Disney, like you, like you said, the colorful ones, yeah. not like humans. You know, like the is it onward that I remember seeing those set. They looked amazing. And oh, same yeah. with, with Luca as well with the fish, yeah. fish thing, like the Pixar ones. You know, like they're not Buzz people. Buzz Lightyear, so, for instance. Yeah, they well, like. Actually, I saw a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody ones once, and they were pretty bad because. <laughs> You know, like Buzz Lightyear has like that grin and Woody has like that elongated yeah. face and then the Funko Pop, they're just like blobs with black eyes. So it's like, oh, that takes away the, the whole personality of the characters, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but they're colorful, you know? I, I like it when they're colorful, but and, and you can see some in like, like when they're arranged, but like I've got like a tiered thing. So it's like a piece of acrylic, which is like mm. small. Oh like, yeah, like a stage. Yeah. So they look good like that. But as you I say... Actually, I was talking about Funko Pops. I got like I went to Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago, and I was at the Lego store, and they had like I guess they're like Lego Funko Pops, sort of. Okay. Like they're also like uh, like a bit deformed, but I got like a set of Harry Potter. I had like Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Hagrid. All right. Okay. And I got that. That was pretty nice. You still have to build them like Legos, but they're, mm. they they are kind of like Funko Pop like. Yeah, but they got their fingers in every pie. Go in then. <laughs> they're like working with Lego now to you know. Build your own Funko Pop Lego thing. Mm. Weird. Yeah, I collect them. I collect Funko Pops. Well, I say, how do I collect Funko Pops? It's like if I'm out and I see one, or I see one on pre-order, and it's like, oh yeah, I like that film, or I like 
That's like a cool one. I'll buy it. But I've got to get rid of some right now. I might, I might just put them on and just somebody can get them all for a deck of five or something. Just get rid of yeah. them. This kid will have them or something. You know, it's a shame to throw them away because I, I think yeah. that's also a thing with them. Like, unless you keep them in the box and you have some rare ones, but I think they're like they tank in value mostly. I think. Yeah. If you have like normal ones, like not you have like I think special collector ones, but stuff like Lego, for instance, just increases in value. Like the more time you have it, yeah. Like Funko Pops, if you have like a, I don't know, like an Iron Man one or Batman, it's just like you buy it for fifteen quid, and then it when you sell it, you can sell it for like three. You know, like I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big waste yeah. in that in that space. They are they are a waste of money. Not gonna lie. Like especially if you know you're not really into I like I like them for displays. I got my I don't know if you can see on the thing, I got my Game of Thrones mm. like display here. But this one is like a throne. And he sits on the throne. Mm. But I like having a Funko Pop next to like the Blu-ray mm. that I've got. You know, and I've also got like the Night King as well. Back a bit. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so all these things are foreign for me. <laughs> <laughs> this one's all. Oh, that looks like Darth Maul as well. Yeah, he's like the, the he's the Night King. <laughs> it's I, it's Ice Darth Maul. That's what I'm gonna Darth call Maul. him. Yeah, but but no, like I I, I like to get him for for that reason, to like, like decorative purposes around my like like gaming room or whatever I call it. Um, but as I say, I used to just go out on a Saturday and buy them. Yeah, I, you know now I don't do that anymore. So. Do you have any other collectibles? Because I thought one that I still have, but I want you to answer first. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have a few, like, some of my toys from when I was a kid up in the attic. I've got, like, mm. a Death Star, which goes small, and then you pull it out, and there's, like, a cantina, and then the Emperor's room at the top. Oh, it's like micro machines or something like that. That's it, exactly. I've got yeah. that up, I got up the attic. I, I had also, those as well when I was a kid. Yeah, I still got that, and I've got a Naboo fighter. Up there, I think I've shown you these before. I've got my uh, Millennium Falcon as well, which the stickers have come off her and all that. I ripped them off as a kid. <laughs> um, so I've got to go through all that really because when I moved, I basically just put it in. I haven't looked through if it's good quality, if it's you know if it's dented. I know the tail of the Naboo fighter is bent. Oh um, yeah, yeah, the pointy one. So yeah. I think I can heat that up and mold it back straight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I, I've got some bits, but nothing of, of note, really. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, the, the stuff I play with as a kid, I don't really have anymore. That's all gone. Oh. So, But I I had some really fun toys as a kid. Like, I had loads of Star Wars stuff, like the vehicles. I remember I had, like, Obi-Wan's, like, Jedi Starfighter from Attack of the Clones, like the triangle oh, one. And, cool. Like, loads of action figures and loads of Legos. The Legos were, like, my favorite toys as a kid. I, like... Yeah. The whole Harry Potter collection from the first films and, you know, Star Wars, Spider-Man from the original films I had Lego of. Whoa. Um, some of my favorite toys that I had kid was like, I got those in Disneyland Paris. They were like uh, Buzz and Woody from Toy Story, but they were like the actual toys as in the film. So like Woody had mm-hmm. like a pull string and Buzz could like, his, win- his, his wings came out and he had the buttons that made him speak and he had, he had like the laser. They were like, like yeah. the ones in the films and I really, really loved those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for now, like, yeah, my Lego, I still have some stuff and uh, something I collected like over the years, I've collected like the, um, the old original Star Wars action figures from the seventies and eighties. 
I have like this case, uh, a Darth Vader case. It's quite known uh, where you can put those in. And they are like labeled and like most of them I have like actually like the one, the, the, the character that's on the label is in the box. But the, uh, but the box is from Empire Strikes Back. So you didn't have some characters like the Emperor, which I wanted to get, or like Yoda wasn't on there because it was a spoiler back then. No. Um, yeah. But I got like, I got all the main characters of Star Wars in their vintage forms, like Luke, Han, Leia, R2, 3PO, Vader, uh, Lando, Boba Fett, Stormtroopers. And cool. one of my most prized possessions that I got once for my birthday is like, uh, it's like in, in like a thick plastic case. And it's an original 1980 R2-D2 uh, action figure still in the packaging from The Empire Strikes Back, which is my favorite Star Wars film. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends. Sometimes it's New Hope, sometimes it's Empire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're they're kind of equal for me, but um, but yeah, that, I still have that like in uh, display case behind me. That's like it's one of my most prized possessions. Nice. When was the last time you watched that was? Ooh, uh, it's been a while. Mm, same. I was just thinking that when you was on about it, I was like, oh, I haven't seen Empire for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I've been uh, busy. I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I watched all the Harry Potter films again. I read the books again. Um, yeah. I'm now re-watching James Bond as well. I've now watched all the Daniel Craig ones, and I think I'm going to start again at Doctor No. Uh, yeah, but I don't really have the urge to watch them right now. Yeah. So I think I did watch them again like earlier this year, I believe. I think I started to. I think I watched one, two, and three, and then I just forgot, you know. Mm. <laughs> I think I just forgot, but yeah. I've watched ours. Great. Well, I think what that's were pretty some much... Of your, like, when you were a kid, what was like your favorite toy, maybe? That could be a fun thing. Oh. I know you said Lego. They're like every every kid in the 90s had them. But yeah. one you did mention was Kinects. Yeah, that, that wasn't really my thing. I know I what know it is, but... Kinects. Yeah, because you'd put like elastic bands in them and then you would, it would, they were like moving things. Like I had a Ferris wheel, I think. I went around. Um, yeah, connects were good. Action Man as well. I had like a big car, mm. big Jeep Action thing. Man. That's the, I also had those. Yeah, Action Man. I remember mm. like there was the bad guy, and it was like his tummy, and when you squeezed it, like green goo came out, or like yeah. it popped up. Yeah, and I remember that because I had that toy, and then the, the green goo leaked. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, parents weren't that. too happy with that. I remember that. Do you, um, I remember another thing that had Thunderbirds. I had toys of that as well when I was a kid. I don't think I had. Oh, I may have had the island, like a miniature like yeah. an island. Yeah, like a and green you, ship with like the a. The thing opened and you yeah. went down under the thing. Yeah, I think I remember that. I haven't seen Thunderbirds for years. I used to love that. Didn't they do a reboot of Thunderbirds, like 2003 or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think around the time is when I got the toys, I think. Yeah. I'm not really right sure if I e- ever even watched, like, the series. I do just remember having the toys. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think I watched the old series. I think I watched, like, the reboot 2003 type thing. I'm going to Google it now. I think it was 2004. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> That's the song. It was Thunderbirds um, one. We're on by Busted. Way. Yeah, by Busted. Thunderbirds. That was the song. And that's weird. The guy who did the... The two people that did the score for that film, Hans Zimmer and Ramin Jawadi, who basically mm. did Game of Thrones. 
So oh. Hans Zimmer and the Game of Thrones guy did the Thunderbirds movie <laughs> back in 2004. I love that. I love when we find stuff like that out. Anyhow, I digress. Um, what other stuff did I used to get? I like the Stretch Armstrong. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. I used to play with that, my brother. I was quite lucky because like, my brother was, well, he is like a year, just a year younger than me. So growing up, we was very close. So his toys were my toys. My toys were his toys type thing. And then my sister came when I was seven. So that prolonged my childhood because childhood hmm. stuff was on TV for a bit longer. I was like 18 watching High School Musical. That's why I like Hannah Montana, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I think they were my go-to. Like, I, obviously, I had Lego and stuff. Lego was a big thing. I was into my sports as a kid. I used to like football. I mean, just like playing football, just play for clubs and stuff. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was big into like action figures. I remember because, like, yeah, I had loads of Star Wars. Like, my Star Wars collection was like from the Phantom Menace until like 2008, I guess, when the Clone Wars animated series arrived. I had like from every wave, I had some figures. Uh, I also remember I had, I had like action figures from the original Spider-Man films, and they were like. I guess like six inch. They were like bigger than the Star Wars figures, okay. but they were like very detailed and stuff. And I remember I had like a Spider Man that had like a magnetic magnetic feet and hands, so you could stick it to like a fridge, and then it would look like it was climbing on the fridge. It was pretty fun. Yeah. But also talking about micro machines, like I remember having like some micro machine stuff. Like I had like a small pot race arena and like a, a, a droid tank that could like fold out into the Naboo battlefield. And I also remember I had like it wasn't micro machines, but like it was like a small uh, motorized Hogwarts castle where you could like open it and then like everything moved, like the train drove through it and like the fireplace like mm-hmm. turned into flu powder and stuff. It was yeah, that was pretty fun as well. But like cool. most of the toys I had were like related to either Star Wars or Harry Potter or Spider Man. Mm. or Toy Story and also um, I remember that was one of my first things I got I think I had like a treehouse uh, set from uh, the Tarzan film the Disney one oh, so I was wow. really big into that film yeah and it was like a treehouse set with like I don't know like traps and like uh, vines and then I also remember it was this big part I always collect with like the Happy Meal toys so I had Happy Meal toys yeah. from, or like from Burger King or McDonald's from like many different things. I remember like I had some from Star Wars, Spider-Man as well, the, uh, the original mm. films. That was yeah. a big part as well. And then over the years, yeah, you know, you, you sell loads of it and even the Star Wars action figures. I've, I've kept some of my original action figures. Like I still have some, I kept like the main characters. Uh, from like the episodes two and three and the, the the sets are released afterwards and i have this carrying case that's like in the shape of r2d2 and it has like it's part carrying case a part of play set of like the the, um, the trade Fer- uh, trade federation corridor from the start of the phantom menace and i still have mm-hmm. all the original phantom menace action figures i got and that's still at my parents place so that's like i had like Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, Anakin, Padme. And I still have those. They're not all complete. Like some of the lightsabers are broken or the blasters are missing. But yeah. the figures themselves are still there. Are they worth anything? or like if you have a I, I don't know. I have no idea. Never checked it. <laughs> Sat on a gold mine. Like. <laughs> but I remember like I kept, I, I was thinking like, I, that that was when around when I collected like the 70s and 80s Star Wars figures. Like, it's funny because I collect those when they were like the, 
the toys of children back then. Yeah. But now, I, like those Phantom Menace toys were my toys back then, and I still have kept them in a similar case. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I, I don't know if it's worth anything. No idea. Mm. But I, yeah, that was like all the main characters, like a battle droid I have as well, I believe. Darth Sidious, even. Jar Jar. I don't know. Maybe maybe mm. it could be worth something. I've no idea. I'll have to check it out. Have to look on eBay. Yeah, I no, reckon it's sat on a gold mine. Yeah, it's sat on a gold mine. If it's worth like loads of money, then maybe. But I don't think I'll sell it that easily. Mm. No, so there's some some nostalgic value to it. Like I remember, like my first ever action figure was like an Obi Wan Kenobi from the Phantom Menace. My grandmother gave that to me. No. Still remember that. That was my first action figure, I think. See, I don't know if I had much Star Wars stuff growing up. Like, I had, like, the small... Like I said, I got, I remember the, the ships and stuff. But my Star Wars childhood, I remember just, like, having a robe. Like, a Jedi robe. Mm. I had Darth Maul lightsaber, the big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. And then I also had a Obi-Wan lightsaber. But that's it. I don't think... I think I was just always, like, role-playing, you know? Wearing my... Mm. brown robe <laughs> my yeah. brother was we, we, we played with each other you know I don't think I had like one. the ropes but I did have like the plastic lightsabers that I used to battle mm. with oh that's also the thing I remember now it was from Spider-Man there was like a a glove you could put on and then you could like actually oh. spray the webs <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> that, I remember them as well <laughs> I also had one toy from Star Wars that I was scared of as a, as a kid I remember that it, I uh, mm-hmm. I got like a uh, it was like a bank, but there was All like right. a doll of Darth Maul on it, and if you put money in the bank, he would start like uh, saying like at last we reveal ourselves to the Jedi, and like the Imperial mm-hmm. March would start playing, and it would sound <laughs> really menacing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, every time I put money in it, I was scared. But there was also a motion sensor in it, so every time someone walked past it, that guy would like start <laughs> talking off. and. And even in the middle of the night sometimes. So my parents removed the battery from, from that thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I was too scared of it. Yeah. For the Phantom Menace, I have a... I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but I had um, a Jar Jar Binks, which it was just from like a supermarket. Like it was like, you know, at the end where you pay. It was like, I remember just yeah. being like two quid and be like, Mom, can I have that? Yeah, yeah, you can have it. And you'd squeeze it and the tongue would come out. <laughs> would oh, just, yeah. I remember just, that. It was shoot out. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it got really like, dirty and horrible. They're like all fluff and stuff on there. Yeah, but, but uh, also the implication of it. You're, you're basically, yeah, <laughs> doing a French kiss with Jar Jar Binks, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't kiss it. I was just like, you know, do it against the wall. He was sticking on the wall. Eat to your own, Bram. <laughs> I also remember, like, I... Um, like, that's also the thing from the past, like candy things, like you know, like past dispenser or like yeah, a pass. jar jar tongue lollipop. Mm. Yeah, way stuff. back in the day, back in the day. I think that's a sad. I don't know how that is over there in the UK, but over here, like toy stores are like they're 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 not really increasing. Like a couple of weeks ago, I went to a toy store for like the first time in years because. Mm. I was with a friend of mine in the city and we wanted to look at some games. And, yeah, you need to go to the toy store. Yeah. And it was honestly one of the most saddening experiences I've had in a while. Because like I went, the, the games were like in the back in the aisle uh, near where all the toys are. Near like the, the toy aisle where I always was as a child where they had like, you know, Spider-Man and Batman yeah. and Star Wars. And they still had like MCU stuff and some Star Wars stuff left and Transformers, I think, but it was like so small. 
Mm-hmm. It was so small. There was barely anything left. All the Star Wars stuff was like from The Force Awakens and Rogue One. The Marvel stuff was like from, I don't know, like Spider-Man Homecoming, I think was the latest film they had. It was like, oh man, like... It's changed. Yeah, yeah I don't think kids like... I'm, I'm, I'm glad Lego is still around, has such a big presence. But then I also think sometimes like, I think maybe Lego sells more to adults now than they do to children. Than kids. Maybe. Yeah. I agree with it, probably, yeah. I think the toy stores here have very much taken a dive. Like, you go to a toy store and it's like, it's dead. It's like, I went not longer when I had to get my car fixed and I was just trying to kill time. I was the only one in there. Like, just, you know, nobody else there. Massive yeah. unit full of toys, you know. It's sad. I, I really think mm. it's sad. Because I yeah. think, like... You know, like even on an iPad, it's like, I know most parents just give like an iPad or tablet or whatsoever, but it's like, uh, it's not the same, you know, like I remember like when with my Legos, like my Legos had whole like adventures with like Spider-Man saving Harry Potter and like flying away on a Jedi Starfighter, you know, like you could like combine and make your own stories. Yeah. And I really think you can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's definitely gone the opposite way, you know. It's a shame. It's a shame because like our childhood was great. Like going to the toy shop, picking up something. You know, now it's like, look on. Oh, what did you say to your kid? Go on Amazon. <laughs> Alex, yeah. <your> wish list. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? that, that, that's also the thing. Like I recommend, like like saying like ten years when I maybe have children. Like I, it's so weird for me to think that I can't say to them like, oh, we'll go to the city and you know get a box of Legos. Yeah, because I would well, definitely buy Lego for my children. Mm. <laughs> Maybe if just for me to build it, but <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's I'm just sure. hard to think about. I think. Yeah, I just can't wait till that day though when you do have like children and you sit down to watch like the first Star Wars with them. Or, like imagine you sitting down and showing them James Bond for the first time and watching their reaction to James Bond. I have that mostly with Harry Potter, to be honest. Yeah, Harry Potter. I can't wait to like read the books to them because that's yeah. the thing. I still have like my original Harry Potter books. Mm. that I well, was read to as a child because my parents read the first like four or five books I think to me before I oh, went to bed cool. and then now you want to read that to your children yeah well oh. not at the <laughs> moment but <laughs> not at the moment not but. at the moment but yeah yeah oh it's all sad it's all changed when it's all mad I find it strange get growing older though we're a bit off topic but like having children and I guess it is related to toys but wow I just yeah, it's scared. looking bad in the back, isn't it? It's but even though, like, I, 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 like, I like toys as a kid, but like, I think like the things the toys were based on have more of an impact. Like, for instance, like, take Harry Potter. Like, it's one of the, the most things I remember from my childhood. Like everything Harry Potter. But I yeah. didn't have like many toys of it. Like, I had the Lego sets, but that was about it. Mm. But it was still like such a significant part of my growing up, that whole franchise, the films and the books and all. All of it, like, yeah. All that. Harry Potter was massive for me. I said about Star Wars robes, Harry Potter robes I had. I went to school yeah. many times on National Book Day wearing <laughs> a robe of Harry Potter with Gryffindor on it. Yeah. Over here, we, ha- we have like, um, it's sort of like, a, it's a holiday every year in the beginning of the year where you're like, you wear a costume and there's like a party it's weird to explain maybe we'll get to it one day but it's like mm. kind of like Halloween like everyone buys a costume and I remember like one year I went as Harry Potter the next year I went as Spider-Man and the next year I went as Darth Vader like 
all the cool. things that I still like nowadays. Yeah. I went. You went then as a child. It's cool, though. Cool. I like how there's some people that grow up and they 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 let their past go behind. Like it's almost like that identity of what they were before yeah. never existed. And I like that about like myself and even you as well. You know that I'm recognizing my childhood and bringing it into my adulthood. Yeah, you know. I think that's also where, like I still like going to like Disneyland, for instance, just exactly. for that reason. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think it's also like I think I think it's you know like we are like it's part of us, and I feel for some people like they live too much in the past, and let's yeah, that consume them in a way, and I think that's going a bit too far in some cases, but. Like, I, I can still have the time of my life when I go to, like, Disneyland Paris and just have a exactly. fun time and just don't think about, yeah, you know, all the stuff and just have, like, the fun that you had as a kid or when I watch, like, Harry Potter, for instance, I have that same feeling. Mm. I think it's good to still, like, like you said, still have some of that to think about, but I think it's also be wary of not living in that too much and sort yeah. of not accept that you're older now. Like, yeah. Might they be don't a bit too philosophical for now, but that's how, yeah. how I feel. <laughs> no, but don't, I think it's important for mental health. Like you know, just like it's nice to have that bit of an escapism to just you know, it's you. If it's you, just embrace it. You know, like people are advised. I think to you know, if your your sexuality is one way, we're getting really deep now on a toy episode. But if your sexuality is one way, then you're you're encouraged to come out nowadays. Mm-hmm. So if you, in your mind you're thinking like I love Star Wars, I'm addicted to Harry Potter, and my childhood <laughs> stuff I liked as a child is like part of me now as a 27, 28 year old man, then I think you should embrace it. Yeah, that's also like well, Star Wars mostly. That's one thing I'm really irked by sometimes. It's like because I feel like a lot of people when Disney bought Star Wars, they were certainly acting like they were like, oh, I've loved Star Wars for years and I know everything about it, and I was like. You know, when I was a kid, like, Star Wars wasn't popular. I was seen as, like, oh, it's weird that I like Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> and now, like, that's that's sort of, it irritates me as well that people now act like they've been fan for years. So it's like, mm. no, you're not. You're only interested now because a, a company, you know, bought it. Exactly, yeah. It's just because it's popular again or within the news, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a quote. I know there's, like, a lovely quote from Walt Disney about, like, growing up, but still... Um, Let's see. Um, yeah, that, that's the thing about the internet. I'm not sure if he actually said it, but... Mm. Uh, oh, here it is. That's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. Growing up isn't simply getting old. Growing up is when you don't believe anymore. Yep. And from my experience, every person I've met that's too grown up, is too serious, and miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it's more to life. It's more to life. You know, more to life. Embrace your childhood. It's not a shame to like something that you liked as a child. I mean, exactly. There's a reason that people still like these things. That's also mm-hmm. a thing I just find, like Star Wars, for instance, like amazing. Like that you can go to a toy store right now and buy a Lego set that's entirely from a film that's released over 40 years ago, and still children buy it. Like, to just think about it. Like No, well, there's, there's nothing like that a, now. A 40-year-old film, or even with stuff like... Even Harry Potter is, like, 20 years old, and people are still mm. reading yeah. those books. Or Spider-Man was, like, creating this... Or Batman is even older. It's, like, created in the 1930s, and it's still so popular. Yeah. 
James Bond. And even then, like, yeah. yeah, and even like yeah, Batman, you had like multiple actor stuff, but that's, yeah, Star Wars, for instance, like there's only one Luke Skywalker, and you can still buy yeah. merchandise from him from a film that's released over 40 years ago, and it's still, it's still catching the imagination of children, you know? And mm-hmm. same with that, yeah, like you said, like Harry Potter has that as well, I think. Yeah. It's interesting. I guess we can delve into that a bit more into another episode, though, Bram. Like, it's a lot of... We went quite deep then at one point. That could be another, like, topical discussion. Um, but, yeah, 50 minutes, 48 minutes. I, I got my recording, so nice uh, nice show for the first... We're right, over first time. We're over time. We're over time. I've got to go to a food shop. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're happy to be back. Uh, I guess just while we're rounding out the show, we're going to be releasing these fortnightly um and then in between those then is apple juice so if you are interested in like apple news information i think we're on episode four so there's four episodes already there so you could listen to all those four if you want to search apple juice in your respected podcast provider and you can subscribe Uh, also rate the show it really helps us out for both this one and apple juice bram thanks for your time today and what are we talking about next time Ooh, that's a very good question Actually, next time we're going to talk about um, what you're listening to right now. We're going to talk about podcasts. I'm interested to oh, see yes. like how you got into the business and if you've had shows before, some of your shows you liked, what show got you into the whole genre maybe. like Maybe it's one show. I know for me it is. Yeah, it is for me as well. Interesting. Okay. Sounds good. So our podcast roundup comes up next. Thanks everyone for listening. Stay safe. See you soon. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.